The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. Golden Girls edition. <laughs> Dorothy, played by B. Arthur. <laughs> Blanche, played by Rue McClanahan. Mm-hmm. Or Sophia, played by Estelle Getty. Oh, wow. I kept Betty White out of the running because Why? because she is like the be all end all of everything. Yeah. And I just wanted to keep her out. That's like the clear winner of all the things besides kill. That's fair. So it's just better to keep her out. So the other Golden Girls. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously I'd have to fuck Blanche because she's the slut of the group. And, and she, I mean, she's like the original no slut shaming queen honestly like she was the one that's like it's okay to fuck yeah blanche is the sex positivity icon of our time and the time before us which is a beautiful thing so obviously i would fuck the hell out of blanche she would rock my world she honestly she knows some things that haven't been given names yet (laughs) i can't even imagine my (laughs) life would be a different thing i I learned this in my in my three months living in brazil and you're like ooh, ooh, okay (laughs) Honestly, I would probably marry Sophia just because that bitch is sassy. And I appreciate that in a woman. I really do. I feel like she and I would have good back and forth. Yeah. All the time. And it, we would just keep each other on our toes. And if it would be, it would be good. I'm not upset about it at but all. But that means B. Arthur uh-huh. getting fucking murdered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah. murder Dorothy. I think I am. Yeah. And I... I'm sad to a point, but like not really, because I feel like even B. Arthur herself would make the same choice. The character, you know, notwithstanding. But B. Arthur herself, come on. How can you not fuck Blanche and marry Sophia? Okay. Sophia's a fucking blast. She was always like the real talk of it all. And I need that because I'm insane. <laughs> so <laughs> I need my wife to keep me in my place at all times. Just be like, bitch, how you're the, crazy. How would that affect your relationship, though, that you're like married to a woman and then you murder her daughter? I mean, if I like, sorry, her... I had to mur- marry one of you and murder the other. Like, sorry, your daughter's got to go. OK, if I told her the stakes, most mothers would be like, no. She would be like, I mean, we all have to go at some point. Better, she, better her than me. You know? you know what? She had a good run. Exactly. She had a really good <laughs> she run. She had a good run. <laughs> and you and I are meant to be, baby. <laughs> she would love it. She would. <laughs> she would really appreciate <laughs> okay. it. So I stand by my choices. Okay. I don't feel bad. Why? What would you do? Not too far off. Okay. I don't think. Okay. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. I mean. So you made me feel like shit for no reason. Yeah, basically. Saying. Cool. That's, yeah. that's cool. what I'm saying is cool, that, cool. Yeah. you know, Blanche, of course, that is who you're going to fuck. Oh, my God. Like probably, she, uh, She's going to fuck you. She is going to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Even you. You know that bitch has a nice strap on. Oh. It's quality. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's like ergonomically pleasing. She got it when she was uh, doing some backpacking through Taiwan in the yes. 60s. And oh. A nice custom built rig. It was sold to her on the street. And she was like, oh. Ooh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. Is that jade? <laughs> oh my god! No, no. It's worth so much money now. It's really heavy. Yeah, <laughs> it's got some. But weight she to knows it. how to handle it. She does. It's impressive. It is. She's a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we made the right choices. Yeah, I think so. And that's that. So I don't want any shit from you or anybody else, honestly. And uh, this is deeply upsetting.
welcome to Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we will be using our expertise. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh To answer your most upsetting hypothetical questions. And we would love to hear your questions. So please send them in. You can submit them in so many different ways. You don't even have to use your brain. I'll tell you all of them. You can either hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. It's at Deeply Upsetting. Very basic. You can send us an email if you're old school, geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. But make sure you put Deeply Upsetting in the subject line. Or you can leave us a voicemail. That'd be fun. Or send us a text at 804-505-4484. That is 804-505-4GUI. That is the Geeks Under the Influence hotline number. It sure is. You know we're riding the coattails, baby. (laughs) Absolutely, we are. So we're going to get into it. You know, better late than never. We're just going to jump on in. Uh, I think that's an (laughs) important move here. So we're going to start with some listener questions. Thank you so much to everyone that's already submitted. And see, don't be jealous. Don't have FOMO. This could be you, baby. Send us in your questions. But this first question comes from Brayden and Libby, who are from the podcast Video Game. And they asked us, if your mom was picking out a tattoo for you, what would she pick? That's difficult. It is. Now, I was fortunate enough to have a mom that begrudgingly, but still (laughs) drove me to get my first tattoo. Oh, she's not a normal mom. She's a cool mom. She's a cool mom. Uh, What's that like? Uh, Well, it's your mom having to sit in a waiting room for an hour and a half as you get a tattoo and talk to all the big tattooed people in the waiting room. She didn't come with you and hold your hand. She did not. I was uh, 18 and I was a big boy. Oh, wow. So I needed to go in and get the tattoo myself. Yeah, man up. (laughs) And so she would just come out when we took like smoke breaks and would- (laughs) Perfect. Me, my shirt off with like tattoo half done, Uh talking to folks and the tattooed people in the waiting room- fucking loved her oh i'm sure they did because they were also stoked about just the mom coming with the son for yeah. the first tattoo thing they're like okay i wish i had a mom as probably some like sniveling like 45 year old biker dude being like i wish i had a mom like you i mean me that i'm that 45 year old biker dude <laughs> yeah. i wish i had a mom like you <laughs> she's a treat <laughs> total treat so a tattoo that my mom would pick out yeah that's difficult because it my mom's not a tattoo person, really. As much as she brought me for my first tattoo, she doesn't have any. I wish she was, though. I wish she was just, like, heavily tattooed, like, full body. You'd meet her, and she's just, like, I mean, yeah. face tattoos. <laughs> I have met her, and I wish that she had face tattoos. <laughs> when I met her, I was like, no. Unless hey. it was, like, a teardrop, and you're like, okay, that's a lot to take in. Like you... She was like, that was for Mike's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Still room for another one. Just watch your step. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> For, respect i think she would try to my mom i'm gonna look at like presents that i get for the holidays as kind of a reference as to what kind of tattoo i would get from my <laughs> oh, mom wow. which is usually some thought goes into it uh-huh but also i am interested in a lot of things my mom and, and my sister are not into at all really so yeah big <laughs> surprise there you don't say so they would end up trying to be thoughtful about the tattoo thing yeah. and but just kind of missing the mark just a little bit definitely Like there was one year that my mom got me, and this was years ago, a double DVD set of Armageddon and Independence Day. Oh, hell yeah. And her reference, her her thought process was, I know how you like movies where stuff explodes. (laughs) And though that is true. Not wrong. Not Armageddon. And like not even really, I I can appreciate Independence Day, but I never would have bought it myself. That's fair. But the thought process was there, but it was just a little bit off. She tried. (laughs) <laughs> so I think it would be kind of like 
she knows I like zombie stuff. Yeah. So she'd be like, oh, let's get him like a zombie tattoo. Okay. And but it would be something like a little far off from the zombie stuff that I like that she would oh, end up with it where it would be a cartoon zombie, a cartoon, really cartoony zombie, yeah. like something that's super goofy looking uh-huh. and maybe like a statement is like, you know, um, I love you for your brains or something like oh, really cheesy, wow. like, not even fun cheesy <laughs> for your brain. Yeah, for your brains. <laughs> something really something you would get from a T-shirt on the boardwalk at the beach. Oh, you know, wow. that level of like yes. goofy. It's like airbrushed onto your body because she knows I like goofy dad joke type stuff and she knows I like zombies so <laughs> yeah. she would be like this is perfect oh no it's no not. where would she put it mm. she probably wouldn't choose a centerpiece area she'd be more thoughtful than that okay wouldn't be on the arms necessarily okay i think maybe leg area oh, maybe okay i think she'd probably like a leg tattoo or like, something a like, like, tattoo, like a calf sweet, tattoo like a calf tattoo calf sweet back of the calf tattoo oh, so hell yeah. when i'm rocking my uh, cargo shorts during the summer uh-huh. long boarding down the boardwalk being like man <laughs> if only i could get a novelty t-shirt that says something about zombies then i'd be set and she'd be wait like, don't need it <laughs> wait that's right i don't need it because i have a permanent one on the back of my sweet busted out calves yeah like, that's awesome I support her, honestly. I think uh, she would appreciate your support. I know she would. (laughs) What about you? Oh, man. Well, it's tough because as you know, you may know, I don't have that type of mom. So first and foremost, she would uh, not want me to get a tattoo at all and would cry. Uh, She does not know that I have tattoos. Okay. (laughs) Woo. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm using a fake name. (laughs) Um, But I think that if she had to choose, one of my mom's defining characteristics is that she is a a religious woman, a woman of God, if you will. So I'm pretty sure she would choose. Shiva. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would go Shiva yeah. all the way. <laughs> she would choose one of those tattoos that like a lot of like, sorry to offend, basic white Christian girls have sure. <laughs> where it wouldn't be super visible, but it would say like faith in cursive, like across my shoulder blade. <laughs> It'd be like the praying hands or something. There are two people that get the praying hands. It's like basic, like oh, vanilla white yeah, folks. Yeah. Or fresh out of prison like drug dealers yeah drug dealer types <laughs> they get with a rosary wrapped around it Ooh, you know like i found sick. my religion in the in the uh, prison yard oh yeah she wouldn't do that she would put something like faith or like trust in him with a capital h you know with, like the <laughs> cross with the like the halo over the top of it with Aww, the little lines she would love that <laughs> she would totally love that nothing sacrilegious obviously absolutely just a nod to him (laughs) that's what she would put and it would definitely not be anything visible just like for me and like my future spouse obviously the only person that would see me that would ever see you naked yeah clearly and i wouldn't wear anything revealing to show it off um but then he and i could appreciate it as partners in the lord and then whatever be beautiful whatever phrase that was used on the cross you could say it during your vows and then like Uh, give a wink to your mom just tears bawling Truly silent tears. And like warn your spouse ahead of time. Like, I'm going to say this. Don't, don't even act like, don't even act like you <laughs> recognize what that's a reference to. Right. Like you've exactly. never seen this. Oh, no, of course not. Because he wouldn't. It would be <laughs> because... a secret inside joke between just you and your mother. Exactly. Until that night. And, now <laughs> and then he sees that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I get it now. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> As he screams, this is for the Lord. And. 
Well, obviously, because it'd be for procreation. Yes, as he's breaking your hymen for the first time. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, I suppose the second time, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time, my hymen is just like, nope, yeah. I'm staying, bitch. No, like, uh, we built up over the years. Yeah. We are not going anywhere. <laughs> you waited too long. I've <laughs> got double duty hymen. We're as strong as Amy's faith in the Lord. You're not going anywhere. Nothing close. is that strong, <laughs> mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's Don't this you far. forget. Oh, God. Can you imagine? No, I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to be fully dead to her. Just a little dead to her. Just slightly dead to her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like we don't talk about that part of your life dead to her kind of level. Exactly. Yeah, that's the safe level of like parent relationship, parent-child relationship. Right. It's the place where I'm at now. Long sleeves, long pants, (laughs) no tattoos. I had a friend, a friend and roommate at the time Mm -hmm. that I lived far away from my family. Mm -hmm. So I went and spent Christmas Day with his family. And they were all warm and loving and pretty open-minded. Sure. Except grandma. Grandma was always grandma. Grandma was a sweetheart, but she was that old school Christian type. Oof. So he covered his tattoos. He didn't really talk about his life too much around her. He had just gotten his nipples pierced. Ooh. And he had some schmutz on the front of his shirt. Oh, no. So she took a wire brush to the front of his shirt. Oh. And he had freshly pierced nipples, so he's sitting there trying not to scream <laughs> at oh. the pain. His grandma is just running this wire brush over the front of his shirt. Isn't this so fun for everyone? Because I'm sure, just like me, everyone listening's nipples hurt <laughs> right <laughs> just now. thinking about it. They feel raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his definitely did afterwards. I can only imagine. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until it started happening, and then I saw the look on his face and went, oh, that's right. Damn. <laughs> if you're listening to this while drinking, please pour one out for our brother, yeah. <laughs> our fallen brother. Onto your nipples. Onto your nipples. <laughs> Especially if it's liquor so it can like heal any emotional pain <laughs> your nipples are feeling right now. I know. I would accidentally spill my drink onto my nipples <laughs> yeah. accidentally, Oops. quote unquote, in order to just give me some sweet, sweet relief. And also an excuse to go to the bathroom to put some Bactine on that. Oh, jeez. Spray <laughs> with that salt spray. <laughs> I know nipples. there are people that have had their parent involved in tattoo choices. And it's usually something relating to their other parent, maybe like a tribute tattoo or I'm getting a tattoo for you, ma. What do you want? And there's the classic mom and a heart kind of thing. Precious. I don't know if I would necessarily go, necessarily go uh, mom in a heart with the arrow thing. That's a little too silly. What? You don't love your mom? Yeah, that's that's exactly (laughs) what I'm saying. Uh, No, I think the truth has been revealed. It's too gauche. (laughs) I think it's it's overused. I want something specific too. So just to kind of turn this you question on its special. head. If I was to <laughs> pick a tattoo to represent my relationship with my mom. So okay. A sweeter side of this question. Okay. The other side of that coin. Yeah. That would be definitely not a zombie tattoo. No. <laughs> um, I think it would be maybe something representing like a favorite dish that she cooked when I was growing up Aww. or something that is like related to my childhood with, with her. Aww. Of her well, raising. that is too wholesome for this podcast. Too wholesome for that. I need to come up with something shittier than that. Well, I mean, like, me and my mom, our big thing together growing up was Lifetime movies. Yeah. So what am I going to get that's sweet that has anything to do with a Lifetime movie? It's going to say across my chest, like, you'll never touch this body again, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's like, oh. That's so sweet. It's just like that movie starring Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> you get, like, a poster done on your full back. Of a Lifetime movie where it's like she thought that she found the right man. Little did she know she didn't know who she was marrying or something. He's a serial killer. Yeah, right. Who like also has a whole other family in a different state. Lifetime Channel presents Married to a Murderer. Oh, 
That's a good one. <laughs> that's a classic. There's no way that's not the name of a Lifetime movie. It's 100% the name of one, I feel. And Valerie Bertinelli is probably in it. Oh, most likely. She may have <laughs> even directed that movie. If not Susan Lucci. <laughs> Both, probably. Oh, God. Susan Lucci's in the other family. She's the other, <laughs> She's wife, the other wife in Ohio. <laughs> it's a classic. Five, five out of five stars. I really thoroughly suggest links in the uh, notes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look in the notes. Don't look in the Don't notes for stupid. that. Don't be stupid. We made this shit up. This isn't the podcast for you. All right. So I think we uh, we figured out what tattoos we are going to get. Uh, we should not forward, get. Not ever get. I don't think either of our moms would appreciate it. Especially not mine. I would still have to keep it hidden. This like, tribute tattoo to my the mom. The full back piece lifetime channel tattoo that you're going to get. That's going to be a struggle. Because <laughs> I wear so many backless dresses in my day-to-day life. Could you imagine breaking out into the single scene with a, like, I married a murderer back piece? <laughs> For the full backless dress. I would definitely attract the type of men I'm looking for. <laughs> murderers. Murderers. Absolutely murderers. If I don't show up on the next episode of the podcast, you know what happened. <laughs> We're looking for a missing woman with a back piece suggesting who killed her. <laughs> it cool. was my mom was when she mom found out I got a tattoo. The whole time. I'm like, this is for the Lord. <laughs> I'm like, it says faith. <laughs> A banner wrapped in front of the poster saying faith and love. (laughs) Just the sacred heart of Jesus coming through the murderer poster. Till her death do them part. Oh, wow. Faith and love. (laughs) His death put us all back together. Yes. (laughs) Jesus is my soulmate. Coming (laughs) soon on Lifetime. (laughs) Isn't Jesus all of our soulmates, though? That's uh, that's more of maybe a hallmark move there. Jesus is my soulmate. Wow, yes. Because Hallmark is the one that does like the vaguely religious ones, I think. Yeah, and I could see a vaguely romantic religious one, which would be upsetting, but also very on brand. It's like a couple that's like, I love you, Brad, you and Jesus. I love you, Susan, (laughs) you and Jesus, too. Ooh, threesome. (laughs) It's fucking hot. (laughs) Or foursome, there's like the Holy Spirit comes in, like (laughs) eating a bowl of cereal, like, hey, guys, what's going on in here? And Jesus is like, get out. And they're like, no, wait, this could get good. I like to not see what's coming. Jesus's dad shows up being like, I'm getting into this. Jesus, it's going to be weird. But, you know, (laughs) the husband is like too many dudes. (laughs) It's a sausage party now. Jesus, I made you a therapist. So (laughs) after this, you can go talk to them. (laughs) Jesus is like, but I'm a woodworker. You know that. (laughs) I see. I can tell you're working that wood real well right now. We have lost. I had no idea how much wood. We have lost every religious person. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. So, Fare thee well. On that, we should move on to the next one, which Probably. is... Probably. Uh, not religious-based, I don't think, though we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the second question that we got comes from uh, Jason Lee. Not the uh, actor Jason Lee, actor Aww. and skateboarder Jason Lee, unfortunately. But Damn. it is from uh, Jason Lee that you may have known from the We'll Get It Right Next Year show. And uh, you can find him on Facebook groups for Flying Machine Network. Nice. If you want to catch up with him and tell him what you thought about this question. I like this question. I'm excited about this one. The question from Jason Lee is, which cryptids would make the best and worst housemates? Oof. Now, cryptid, for those unfamiliar, are basically animals that are not known for sure to exist. So, you know, creatures, animals that are mythical, but are thought to possibly be around, maybe. Well, we know in our hearts that they exist. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They exist in our hearts for sure, like Jesus. Like Jesus. <laughs> but Aww. just like Jesus, jury's still out on whether or not 
<laughs> exists in the world. My mom is going to have words for you. I, if, if this is the part that she has words with me about, then clearly skipped ahead a little bit. <laughs> she kept hitting that like 30 seconds forward. Button, yeah. Like, like no, still talking about threesome with the Holy Trinity. So let's keep it moving. Keep it moving, mom. So cryptids. Yes. Is the uh, question at hand here. I think worst for me, um, everyone knows that my, well, not everyone, but now you will know that my uh, weakness is definitely goats. I love a good baby goat. Yeah. I may or may not like the goats general Facebook page (laughs) because it brings me joy in my humdrum life (laughs) to see the little goats. So I would say my worst housemate would be a chupacabra because then I couldn't have any fucking goats. No, because any goat in a 50 mile radius is going to be sucked. Sucked. Hard. Sucked bone dry. Like Jesus. (laughs) Like Jesus by Mary Magdalene who popped in later. Like, she, was a, she was a professional too. She was. She you was know, she... able to get some shit mm-hmm. done. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the goats <laughs> would be just like Jesus in that way. Yeah. Um, but that would make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine waking up in the morning, like you have to get ready for work, you go over, get a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. settle in, go to uh sit down, look on your phone, read like the news before yep. getting ready for work. And then on the couch is your chupacabra roommate. <sighs> just Sucking the last bits of life out of a sweet little baby goat. Oh, my baby. A little billy goat. Like Bessie. <laughs> Bessie the billy goat. She's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking again? We talk, It's on the roommate contract that we signed. It's on the fridge. <laughs> it's right on the fridge. Do not murder goats. Do not murder my goats. <laughs> I just wanted to have these little baby pets. They just wanted to climb on top of my car. You're, <laughs> you had to suck them dry. Just starting to wake up. In the morning, just in time to see the last little sprinkles of life disappear oh from your baby God. goat's eyes. And I had to go to work after that? Yeah. Come on. You're like beside yourself. And because you've already used all your sick days yeah. on being- Other goats. Torn apart by other goats, like right. being being murdered in front of you. Right. I just have all goat days. <laughs> goat days? <laughs> I get the flu and I have to be at work because I use all my fucking goat days because my stupid ass chupacabra roommate, Dave- <laughs> This asshole. And the thing is, Dave doesn't even get blamed by your coworkers. You're just known as Amy, the dead goat lady, by your coworkers. <laughs> keep showing up in my yard. <laughs> it's so upsetting. They start giving you like goat themed gifts for the elephant exchange and stuff oh, at work, and I'm just weeping openly, just openly in weeping, front of them. being like, "This isn't funny." <laughs> I'm like, "This one reminds me of Teresa." <laughs> <laughs> Teresa was such a good goat she too. Was such a good goat. I didn't have her for long because fucking Dave. Dave the chupacabra. I'm like trying to keep watch at the window all night, but I fall asleep because <laughs> I'm but a human. <laughs> and Dave just goes in on another one of my fucking goats. I like Dave as a chupacabra name too. Yeah. It's because like chupacabra traditionally like South American or nah. <laughs> Dave is not a really common name in Mexico. Well, he immigrated to this country. Oh, right. He took a more a long... American name. Yeah, exactly. He tried. He wanted to fit in a little bit more, but like. I mean, maybe don't fucking eat the goats, Dave, and then you'd fit in a little bit more. And see, that makes you a racist. Yeah. Because you're not respecting Dave's culture. Yeah, I mean, that's true. This is part of his culture of sucking goats. Yeah. And even though Dave has been like so super like pro becoming an American and becoming part of the American identity. I support him for that or whatever. There are some aspects of his like lifestyle that are keeps him close to his heritage primarily sucking goats. And I'm going to be a racist to anyone that sucks my goats. <laughs> Just letting you know okay. ahead of time. That is the line that you draw. <laughs> That's my line. I'll respect Just it. A forewarning for fucking everybody. 
if you suck my goats, I'm going to discriminate against you. And you're going to have some real issues. You really are. You get Fox News to interview you like anti-goat sucker. Exactly. <laughs> Amy Bogart here to talk I'm about. I'm going to send a casual tweet to Donald Trump about it. And then he's going to go off all caps about I think, Dave. I think you should just to give him another excuse on why to build the wall. It's like we got to keep the goat sucking <laughs> to uh, a contingency to a minimum. <laughs> Nothing that but, doesn't seem a lot. Nothing but criminals, murderers, and goat suckers. There. Exactly. <laughs> it's not so much to ask, Dave, you fucking asshole. Goddamn Dave. Ruining it for... For everyone. For, for Mainly me. Hardworking immigrants coming into this country that don't suck goats. Because I mean, there's so many, Dave. Why are you not considering them? And now there's a stereotype that any chupacabra that comes across the border is going to suck people's goats. Oh, I think that. I fully think that. Oh, that's unfortunate. I saw it on Fox News. You saw it on Fox News? Yeah. And, you know, that is called uh, confirmation bias, where you just look at the situations that you've dealt with with your roommate, Dave the Chupacabra. Yeah. And you are putting that on all the other goat suckers, uh, Chupacabras (laughs) that are out there. Well, guess what? Bet you didn't know this. Ready? Chupacabras are here not only to suck your goats, but also to steal your jobs. So what are you going (laughs) to do now? As a red-blooded American, what are you going to do now? As, as a red-blooded American that doesn't suck goats, <laughs> I get my job taken away by a You goat sure sucker. do. You sure do, buddy. What are you going to do now? <laughs> I don't know. Does Dave pay taxes? I guess is my real question there. I mean, he pays a third of the rent. Oh, but, well. But still, he's sometimes late on the utilities, and he sucks my goats. He so. does suck your goats. And also, you having to replace those goats every month. It's expensive. It is. You just really rack them up after a while. <laughs> Goats aren't cheap, everybody. Dave, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Dave's sitting there drinking his goat blood in the morning. Smoothie. His smoothie. <laughs> like, Jesus, you know, I wish you would just let this go. Right. I've talked to my landlord. Anyways, enough about my Look, situation. Look, she leaves plates in the sink. Exactly. So none of us are perfect. <laughs> that was one time, Dave. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was sick. <laughs> you don't clean up the blood splatters in the living room after you, like, slash the throat of Billy Goat's gruff. Yeah, could you do it outside at least? Why do you bring them into the home? Get a kiddie pool. It costs, like, $8. Yeah, seriously. do it in there, and then you can just take the hose well, to it Well, they kept deflating because he was accidentally slashing the kiddie pool. Oh. He was getting a little too, like, vehement with the throat slashing yeah, you, of the goats. you get into, like, a weird, like, lustful, like, blood rage yeah. as you drain the blood from goats. Well, he had a very serious bloodlust towards my last goat. Buttons. <laughs> Buttons? Yeah. He just really went for it. I mean, <laughs> like, destroyed half of my shit. That's a whole other issue. <laughs> so what you're saying is that uh, you will likely, after Dave and you are not roommates anymore, <sighs> never wait. get another Chupacabra as a roommate. Um, I mean, I'm going to work on it, but they're everywhere now because they're just being led into this country willy-nilly. <laughs> I'm running into a similar situation, but from the other border. Okay. Is I now it, this is in the past. I don't have to deal with it anymore. Oh. Aside from the fact that we have mutual friends, which is kind of Awkward. an issue. Yeah. Because I know how bad a roommate this dude was. Is I had a Sasquatch roommate. Oh, okay. Now, Why was that a problem? Well, there wasn't the goat sucking. So luckily that Canadian Sasquatches are not necessarily known for being goat suckers. I mean, I appreciate that, obviously. As they are. They're actually, for the most part, a mixture of like leaves and berries from the woods behind our house. Okay. So like clutter. Come on. Well, not just clutter, but also this is a gigantic creature. Well, I mean, yeah. this is like a nine, 10 foot animal. I mean, get a high ceiling department. And you know, in, in the fan in Richmond, there are some high ceiling apartments. And, and But the problem is, is that the woods are not nearby. So mm. that was kind of the problem. We had to okay. get like something, 
a little further out, out in the Forest Hill area where there okay. was some like nature around, some, yeah. some foraging space. And the ceilings were just not very tall. This so This all seems doable to me. There was a lot of uh, damage done to the areas of the house, like lower ceilings mm. or walkways, that kind of thing. But additionally, that big an animal with that much hair, uh, there was a stench that I cannot begin to properly express how bad a Sasquatch smells. Because, hmm. and because I am less racist than you uh, when it comes to the, uh, the cryptids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I will not say this about the Sasquatch people. Okay. But this specific Sasquatch, sensitive, not the most hygienic <laughs> social cryptid warrior. Yeah, uh, <laughs> SCWs are fucking <laughs> everywhere nowadays. Jesus Christ! Uh, this one was not exactly the most hygienic Sasquatch. So oh. all that hair, dander buildup. I don't think I'm allergic necessarily to Sasquatches. A Sas- Sasquatch eye. What's yeah. the what's the plural? It's got to be a Sasquatch eye. Yeah. Continue. What do you call like a grouping of, like a foot of Sasquatches? Yes. Is that... <laughs> I think it's a murder, like crows. <laughs> a murder. A lumber of Sasquatches. Perfect. Yes. And so there was a b- buildup of dander. Uh, also, that much hair, kind of like a Wookiee, you're going to get a lot of poo stuck in the fur. Oh. And if you're not bathing regularly, it's just going to build up and build up. And so it was kind of a mixture of like dead woodland creature meets crust punk kind of Ooh, smell God, in the house. It what was a nightmare. really bad. Yeah. And the problem is also um, Harry Yeah, was his name and also like not cool with wow, the Harry. that's really on the nose actually. Re- I, not a very creative no. group, the, the Sasquatches. <laughs> a lot of kids named Harry. So. <laughs> and Frederick, weirdly. <laughs> I don't oh. know. That's It's ancestral. It's yeah, fine. It is an ancestral name, yeah. Harry. Oh. Of the Hendersons. No, I actually, I do not make a Harry and the Henderson jokes around Harry. He does I can not imagine. like it. That movie is tragic. So I can imagine it's very triggering. And apparently based on his uncle. So. Oh, wow. So it brings up a lot of feelings. That's tough. Yeah. yeah that's tough. Okay. Well, now I'm feeling worse for him. I mean, I get it that like you're not getting your security deposit back. No. It sounds like your toilets are just constantly clogged. Well, and the problem is also that he didn't pay security deposit. I had the oh, house before he moved in, man. and the roommate that moved out, yeah. I ended up paying them back their security deposit. So it's Ooh. my security deposit. That sucks. That Harry is living under. So I'm not going to get that back. And wow. you think that he makes enough money on, yeah. his, on his foraging uh, to <laughs> be able to pay me back for the security deposit? No, he doesn't. He so, doesn't? No. What, does he suck at foraging? Well, no, like that used to make a lot of money back in the day, but with the progression of technology and having like like threshers that collect mm. berries and fruits and nuts. And um, also inflation. And inflation. Yeah. Because there, <laughs> there's just not really a lot of money in the foraging game anymore. That's sad. It really That's is. That's sad for this country. It really is. Mm. And additionally, and I hate to throw him under the bus like this, but yeah, I have not I used Harry's last name. Didn't come here legally. Oh. <gasps> It sounds like you're racist. No, it's not. I'm not racist <laughs> against Canadian Sasquatches. I think. Mm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that. You're a legal immigrant roommate. <laughs> he had every ability to immigrate legally right. from Canada. Yeah. And no, he just came here for a summer. He was on a summer visa. Yeah. To visit the States. Sure. And just beautiful. he thought the berries in, in this area were a lot better than the ones that he had in Canada. And decided he knows to... that a lot of them are poisonous, right? I mean, I feel like they have a nose for that. Like, I think that a Sasquatch is going to be able to, because they are very industrious people, That's good. the Sasquatches. Uh, th- they are uh, able to determine the poisonousness of a berry better than I would. Yeah. You know. I'll try not to worry as much then. Yeah. About self-poison. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, Dave immigrated here illegally, but that's only because he knew that he couldn't get through immigration covered in goat blood at all times. After 9-11, it was just not the same. You couldn't cross it the border really wasn't. covered in blood anymore. They frowned upon that. You know who did that? George Bush. George Bush? George Bush did chupacabra immigration laws. George Bush hates chupacabras. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But honestly, I'm with George Bush on this one thing of all things, nothing else. Every, but I mean, I have this stupid ass Chupacabra roommate now. Everyone remembers when Kanye West stood up yeah. next to Mike Myers and said that George Bush doesn't care about Chupacabras. Yeah. I mean, we were all there. We I remember there. where I was yeah. specifically. Absolutely. It was yeah. a momentous occasion it in my really life. It was. And yet I let one move in with me anyway because I'm stupid. You were stupid. I know. I think it's more, were you just like trying to get over your initial like feelings about it? Trying My not inherent to, racism. Your inherent <laughs> racism towards chupacabras. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to give back to my local chupacabra community. And see, I never really had an issue with the Sasquatch community before Harry moved in. Yeah. It was only after he moved in that I started really experiencing some of the negative stereotypes that you get from Sasquatch. yeah. I mean- doesn't know how to properly use a bathroom. No. Like, or more so thinks everywhere is a bathroom. And Ooh. I understand that he grew up in the woods where everywhere was a bathroom. Well, yeah, but still like kick it over some leaves or something. I mean, especially, you know, you, you're, you're, you're coming into this country. You're eating our berries, <laughs> you're eating all of our wild berries. You're foraging our shit. Foraging all our shit. <laughs> I could be foraging those berries, but no. You know how many berries a Sasquatch has to eat? It's a <laughs> large mammal. Okay, let's be real. You're too lazy to forage. <laughs> well, I don't have to because of the modern technology that's actually putting <laughs> Harry out of business, unfortunately. Oh, that's sad. But see, I have a paycheck, so I can do that. So he spends all day foraging mm -hmm. and comes up with very little, then comes in, eats my berries I keep in the fridge that I bought with my hard-earned money. Oh, Wow. And you'd think that, honestly, like the pesticides or insecticides that have been sprayed on your berries would actually hurt him because he's used to insects and pests. Yes. Which also eats. <laughs> yes, exactly. He doesn't care. He doesn't discriminate, but apparently we do. Also, it's so a, a little problem. bit upsetting for my guests when they come over to hang out. We're on the patio yeah. during the summer. And you yeah. know how Richmond summers can get yes. real humid, a lot of Sticky. insects, mm -hmm. a lot of mosquitoes. Definitely. Especially in the Forest Hill area where we were living, and he would just, like, snag bugs out of the air, midair. I mean, good reflexes. That's a cool party trick, though. Ex until he starts just eating them, and he's got little legs, mosquito Ooh. legs, sticking in his teeth yeah. through the night. It gets a little bit much, especially when they're, you know, you're trying to, like, spit a little game. Oh. And then there's Harry, you know, yeah. that... And this is the thing that fucks me up a little bit. Okay. He, he'd have mosquito legs sticking out of his teeth, stunk to high heaven. Yeah. No real income coming in right i've had no less than three girlfriends stolen wow by by harry over the years the, the, the last one granted was after i had moved out Ooh. and i was trying to maintain some level of friendship sure. yeah three fucking times wow sasquatches get mad pussy and we know we never talk about that <laughs> we don't why i don't understand it either i think i think it's just the the type of person that feels like they can change oh yeah the sasquatch you know you can't and i i've seen harry you know uh, my last ex that he stole yeah uh, they did it for a while to be fair there was something there genuinely that's so that's nice. cool but uh and i saw him at a wedding and he was he was looking good like less not How smell though better oh. but not not that but i mean there was less poo in his fur not no poo in his fur sure but less so you can't change a man but you can change a sasquatch <laughs> you can. you're the right woman that old adage mm -hmm. that old chestnut <laughs> that chestnut <laughs> So I, I 
genuinely, I don't have anything, I don't have any hatred towards Harry necessarily. Yeah. I hope he's doing well. But ultimately, it did leave a sour taste in my mouth from they, sure. the smell. Yeah. Did. <laughs> Forever. Forever. But also, like, I don't think I've bought berries since I moved out. Well, no. They're ru- you don't trust them. I you don't. Like they're just going to disappear at Disappear any at any moment. So I do have negative things about Dave. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. And that's how I feel about that. <laughs> now, there is also the other side of this that I, I don't want to spend too much more time the on this question. The good roommates. The good roommates. <laughs> I will say Leprechaun. Yeah. Lots of fun. Mad gold. Mad gold. Tons of gold. Never have to worry about rent. It's like, yeah. I got this. But additionally, also, those fuckers can drink. Ooh. Holy shit, can That's a leprechaun drink. That's dangerous, though, because then you have, like, what, four beers, and you're like, I can fucking drink more than you. And they're like, okay, try me, All bitch. All right, bud, I'm yeah. a mythical Irish creature. <laughs> Let's give this a go. And you're like, I'm a golden god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, between the two of us, who do you think fulfills golden god a little bit and closer? And then in 20 minutes, you're on the floor, buddy. <laughs> The trick is never to try to drink a leprechaun under the table. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That is a massively bad choice. Right. Like Again, something we don't talk about enough, because if we did, more people would know. I want like a PSA about it. The, the more you know exactly. situation happening. The rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. And the rainbow at the end of it. Gold. Gold. Lots and of gold. you'll find a leprechaun there. Those bitches are stingy. They are stingy. They will fight you. Absolutely will. That's why it's nice to be a roommate, because yeah. that is their turf. Mm-hmm. A little protective of their bedroom. Oh, but real sense of entitlement. Yeah. About the gold, about the bedroom. It's like, look, dude, I know that you're covering rent, which is cool, and you just need me around to help out around the house because they're so busy protecting their gold. Right. It's hard to keep up with the dishes and stuff. And I, I don't mind helping out with the dishes if it means that I get free rent. A you share know? of gold, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. But I... I it's, and booze, so much booze. Oh, my God. All, also booze, free rent. An ungodly amount. Yeah, so I would say... More pros than cons. Yeah, for sure. For a leprechaun. Yeah. But they are definitely a little territorial, though. You know, you never really feel like it's equally your house well, to theirs. They have the right to be a little bit. Like, you're going to bend to your leprechaun roommate. A little. A little bit. I mean. You have to just to look him in the eye because he's short. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Leprechauns will not appreciate that joke. Yeah, They also will never say, look me in the eye when you're talking to me because Ooh. they know better. Yeah, exactly. That just... You are required by that point just to kneel down. It's a cell like, oh, phone. This better? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have truly investigated as much yes. as we possibly could. As much as we lesson. should without getting in further trouble I with mean, the cryptid community. We've gone further than we should. Let's yeah. be real. We, we're going <laughs> to have some real issues with the cryptids reaching out to us. <laughs> yeah. So let's just move along to the next question. And uh, the next question was submitted by Alex Murray who is from the podcast Mystic Lasagna. Would you live in complete isolation for 10 years for $10 million? You get all the food and books and pen and paper that you want and one instrument, no internet, no human interaction, 10 million bucks. Ooh, I know. That is tough. I know. It is tough. Alex wasn't playing softball here. No. <laughs> and I think about, you know, 10 years from now, I would still have a decent amount of life ahead of me. Yeah. And I'd be able to live You're not very- that old. Not that old. <laughs> I would also be able to live quite comfortably. Oh, yeah. After that. Even 10 years with inflation, 10 million is still enough that it would be, de- be decent. You'd be decent. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd be, be living go. okay. Mm-hmm. And there, there's no, like, no internet. You'd be way behind on the times. Well, yeah. And also, given today's, like, political climate- 
There might not be much to come back to. Oh, or the environment. <laughs> or the environment at all. <laughs> you just watch everything crumble around you on your little I'm island. Like, oh, congrats on your $10 million. Money doesn't mean anything exactly. anymore. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> Oh, great. We trade pints of blood now. <laughs> and weirdly wild berries. Like the Sasquatch community comes up and is like fucking rich. They're ruling. They're ruling they the world ruling. now. So the chupacabras with their buckets of blood uh-huh. and the Sasquatches <laughs> are now in charge of everything. And they heard this podcast. So you and I are like in servitude. Yes. For sure. Forever. Permanently. That's fair. So maybe that's why I go on sabbatical for 10 years. Yeah. I think... Because when I was younger, I always thought of myself as the one that was going to write the great American novel. Oh, me too. And so that would be what guided me the first year of that 10 years is being like, I have time to write. I have time to like write music, learn this instrument. I would not choose. I play bass poorly, but I do play bass. Cool brag. That is, that is, (laughs) yeah, that is the worst (laughs) brag for a musician, musician brag ever. Because imagine that would be a leading into insanity is only having a bass guitar. Oh, Wow. And no other instrumentation to go with. So you're writing these sweet bass licks <laughs> to music that doesn't exist. That is the worst. That would be the worst. So I think probably, and not even guitar, I think I'd go piano. Ooh, beautiful. I think I would go piano. So that when you came back, you could just like get mad bitches. Mad bitches. You know how uh, you know how Josh Groban cleans up. Okay, wait. Josh Groban does clean up, though. That's like a whole thing. He's it, like classically handsome. He gets mad bitches. He's like a floppy-haired dork piano player, which also there is a venue for that to be seen as oh, very attractive. He sings in Italian. He knows what to do with that tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know it. <laughs> Did you go down on me in Italian? Is that a thing? Ooh, can you imagine? <laughs> I can, and I do all the time. Oh, God, Thinking you imagine, about Josh Groban while I jerk off. Could you imagine me <laughs> going down on by German then, like in German? Oh, that's angry. That's angry. That's angry sex. Lots of umlauts hurt. They really do. They do. In a good way, but also like the next day you're like walking a little weird. Yeah. In the way that everyone knows that you went down, you got, you know, blown by a German. Yeah. <laughs> in that way. <laughs> oh, that's that umlaut walk. <laughs> You're like, sorry, you know, Hans and I are getting pretty serious. Yeah. So <laughs> you showed me the real German way yeah. last night. <laughs> I kept saying nine, nine, nine. But... <laughs> but he gave me the full kielbasa. Oh, That's no. Polish. That is I... Polish. I guess I really am showing that I am a racist. Yeah, apparently. Or just an idiot. Towards chupacabras and apparently <laughs> Eastern European countries. Everyone choose racist or idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Vote now. Vote now. <laughs> our facebook page and there's just a shit ton of comments being like amy's a racist <laughs> I, don't know, I think i as much as i could romanticize 10 years out of society and having my own uh time to develop you know art and mm-hmm. introspective yeah know, time I, I mean i've read walden you know yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I can appreciate that to a degree mm-hmm. i think it would be 10 years is a lot that is a lot and I, I've, I've always tried to think of myself as someone that didn't really look at money as the mo- motivator for the mm-hmm. things that I do in life. Mm-hmm. So as much as I would try to make the best of ten years, I'm also an extrovert, and ten years by myself would be possible. 
Insanity? Insanity. Oh, you that would, would come lose from your it. fucking mind yeah, fully. I, I need thought people. that's what you were going to say immediately. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I was trying to think of it like in a, in a logical approach. Yeah, you're but... one of the biggest extroverts I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I, yeah. You would lose it. I need to be around people. So yeah, I think I would respectfully decline the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. How about you? Oh, I would fully lose it. I know that. Yeah. I'm, I don't even feel like I'm quite the same level of extrovert as you. You're still pretty extroverted, though. I'm close. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm close. Um. But no, I would absolutely 100% lose my mind like three months in, 100%. You're you're saying three months. Oh, three months is it. That's all I got. I think I could probably make it through about a year. That's impressive to me. I think it would be maybe even a little fun for a couple weeks. Okay. And then it would get a little bit jarring. And that's when I would really start pushing myself to write. Yes. And play my my instrument. Be the new Josh Groban. (laughs) Josh Groban 2. (laughs) <laughs> Josh Groban 2.0. That's just Josh Groban, but racist towards Sasquatches. <laughs> all of my songs Josh are about... Josh Groban that everyone has been needing. Yes. Um, <laughs> just all songs about how shitty Sasquatches are. <laughs> but in like full vibrato. <laughs> it's like beautiful. Fuck the Yetis. <laughs> oh my God. I'm jerking off already. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot doesn't mean big dick. Did it do do. <laughs> You come back and everyone's like, shocking. Proof? (laughs) (laughs) These accusations are insane. Also, who are you? (laughs) You've been off the grid for 10 years. I used my $10 million to try to uh, self-produce and release my own albums. And no no one cares. What's your album called? Little Feet, Big Heart, I think, (laughs) would be. Stop. (laughs) That is. Are you. (laughs) Either that or you you ain't seen nothing yeti. I think it's no! one of those two. First off, are you insinuating that Sasquatches have small hearts? Because that is a lot. I mean, you kind of have to, to live in, big in the wilderness like that. They are not exactly pack animals. But I mean, Harry Loners. came to live with you for a reason. And you've been nothing but discriminatory ever since. Well, when you wake up and there's shit all over your house, it, you don't tend to really care about a person's feelings that shit's... On your coffee table. I mean, is it that hard to just show a little bit of sensitivity? That's all I'm saying. That's really all I'm My saying. My nose showed plenty of sensitivity <laughs> when smelling that asshole for that the years. Literal that literal asshole. Literal asshole for the years that we were roommates. That Sasquatch asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that see, that's what Febreze needs to come out with. They think that they're really good with like the odor blockers and all that kind of stuff. If you can cover Yeti asshole, then you're good to go in my <laughs> you're book. Very good to go. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what it's like to have like a house full of teenage boys or something like that. <laughs> it's a house full of Yeti assholes. And I will actually give a props to any parents that have had to deal with teenage boys. I know my uh, sister is dealing with it right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, ooh, I love those boys to death. And yeah. they're they're actually really good kids. Sweet. Really genuinely Very good kids. Kid. And mostly hygienic. <laughs> There's just an age where everyone smells. What is that about? That's just hormones. That is just your body being like, we are going to smell for a while. <laughs> it's awful. It's your body going to overdrive and all those hormones happening and you just stink like puberty. It's so unfair though because while you're stinking, you have like uncontrollable boners. <laughs> Which so was discussed on our uh, it was. preview episode. Oh, every episode we should really talk about uncontrollable boners. We have to focus on the uncontrollable boners. <laughs> it's so relatable. It is. Also, Sasquatches, uncontrollable boners. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I bet that thing was girthy. See, again, misnomer. You think big feet. 
you think big dick. Oh and, my God. Yeah, actually, Harry, and again, I hate to like put him on blast like this. Ooh. Not micro penis. I'm not, I'm not going that far, but for his size, not that impressive. But like, was he a grower? Did you ever see that? Did you again, walk in Boner on Town. Like, oh. he, and also, Sasquatch is not known for wearing pants. Shit. Also, yeah, it's also, you know how unnerving it is, speaking of shit, to have a Sasquatch in front of you with a massive erection. No. Shitting on the floor. No, I don't. It's really upset. It's deeply upsetting. That is... <laughs> don't do that. Imagine I looked into the camera when I said don't that. Don't do that. No? No. Okay. <laughs> don't make our show about that. I mean, it is about <laughs> it that. It is about it's that. It's fully about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. But also, I want to know, like, have you done any Googling? Is that a common thing? Or was Harry, like, an outlier, unfortunately, in that way? It's not something I really want to get, like, image results from. I do. <laughs> okay. I really do. And well, I will be Googling it in my private time. want to Google erect Sasquatch shitting. You know then, they do. Yeah. Then you can go there's ahead. some and... fucking freaks listening to this podcast. Yeah. There's also probably... Google listening to this on my phone, and oh, I'm going to no. get some weird advertisements Ads, yeah. after this. <laughs> uh, speaking of Google, just uh-huh. uh, just to make it easier for our listeners, as this is now a new show on its own stream, uh, hey, Google, subscribe to Deeply Upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> such a dork. <laughs> yeah. See if that works. I don't know if that even works. Probably not. I don't either, but that'd be so cool. That would be sweet. Mm-hmm. They have to have the volume cranked up like, 20 which why would you we're both cackling (laughs) so we went back to sasquatches again but we did uh the we are both no for the 10 years 10 million dollar question oh it's a big no i think it's a big no i enjoy money as much as the next girl but i would also lose my goddamn mind like 110 percent sure yeah and I've already semi-lost it. So imagine it being fully gone. That's terrifying. That's terrifying for me and everyone involved. Fair enough. Well, I think we need to uh, visit one more question before uh, we're done I think with the that's evening. that's fair, yeah. We're going to jump to our friend Katie from Nerdcropolis. Yes. Was nice enough to send in a question for us to answer. Uh, Katie's been on a number of shows on the Geeks Under the Influence Network. And... Uh, Big fan of the network and a, a friend to us. We we adore her. We're a big fan of Katie. Yes, we love the Katie. She is the best. And this is one that we we had to look up. Or I definitely needed Just to a get some reminder. A reminder of who this entailed. And nerdcropolis.com is where you get. It's a horror blog, a micro blog with reviews and insights into horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely check her out. Uh, this question is: What would happen if the original VH1 divas did an escape room together? This is. Such an incredible question that it's good touches me to my very core. I love it so much. So a reminder for definitely just the listeners and not us. Yeah, uh, who, of course, not us. Not no. us at all. Uh, who are the original VH1 divas? Oh, you're not ready because they are. They truly are the original divas of our time. Okay. For sure. Are you ready? I, as much as I'm going to be. Celine Dion. That tracks. Yeah. yeah. Gloria Estefan. Ooh. Yeah. There was an outlier because I forgot she was a person. But I don't she, think. But I respect her. I think she did her best work in Miami Sound Machine. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb there. Say that. Uh, I, I, think I think she think... did her best work in that movie, Music of the Heart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no one saw. You went, oh, wow, with Miami Sound Machine. And then you pull out <laughs> Music of the Heart. Okay. Okay. I really told everyone that I have a fucking Christian mom. So we saw that in the theatres. <laughs> We probably both cried, and I was probably 11. 
I, I'm just more familiar with Miami Sound Machine from the best soundtrack that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. Oh, truly. They were all over that soundtrack. That takes my breath away. Oh, no. Just yeah. continue, please. Okay. With... Anyway, uh, absolute queen of our hearts, Aretha Franklin. Anybody that hates Aretha Franklin is un-American mm-hmm. and needs to leave this country. Speaking of un-American, Queen of Canada, Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Mm-hmm, man, feel like a woman. Anyways, and Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. <laughs> the uh, Queen of Christmas. The Queen of Christmas, the one that I have heard that song more times than I can count. I would love, all I want for Christmas is you to reach the level of Wham's um, Last Christmas where you try not to hear it <laughs> as long as you can. That is where it is that's a hundred percent where it is but there's no game like with, with whamageddon there's the you try to there's the last christmas game i do not know this you don't know this no oh it's a game where starting december 1st mm-hmm. you try to avoid hearing last christmas by wham as long as you can into the holiday and once you do hear it you post on social media i've been whammed and then you post where you heard it Oh my God. And you try to make it to the end of the holiday season. Why do I obviously have no cool friends? I've never seen that in my life. Yeah, I whammed some people during trivia. I bet you did. Now, I whammed it with a mashup of, I believe Slayer was a mashup with oh, All I Want for Christmas is You. tracks, yeah. So mm-hmm. th- I guess that technically counts, but. Yeah, it definitely counts. Yeah. Oh, wow. That does not surprise me even a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> So okay, I would so escape room uh, yes. with the VH1 divas. Any okay. initial thoughts now knowing who they are? I think even the divas themselves would mm-hmm. crown Aretha Franklin as their queen. I think Ooh, she's maybe. been around longer. Uh, Celine's close. Yeah. Celine's been around for a while, but it's Aretha, you know. I think Aretha definitely is the smartest. And also, I feel like she would be like Jim from The Office, where she would be like doing asides at the camera the whole time. Uh, because one of my current favorite things about Aretha Franklin, I mean, among many, um, is this interview that she did where she was being interviewed about different pop divas. And they went through the list where she was being so complimentary, like Lady Gaga, incredible vocals, great stage presence, et cetera, et cetera. And they were like, OK, Taylor Swift. And she just pauses for a long time and is like, beautiful gowns. The gowns <laughs> are stunning. Stunning. Fantastic. (laughs) That's what makes me think that Aretha would just be with these girls being like, what the fuck? (laughs) We are never getting out of here. She would like plop her happy ass down in the corner. Just not even go for it. I feel like, and maybe this is just my feelings on it, that Mariah Carey would be basically useless. Oh, 200 percent. Like she would hold everyone's purses. That would be (laughs) her job. She would not. No, she would be asked to. And then she'd be like, no. And she would file her nails in the corner. She would bring like a manservant to hold everyone's purses. (laughs) Shirtless dude. (laughs) She would provide everyone with like brown (laughs) M&Ms. That's it. Shirtless dude with a Santa hat. And they'd be like, Mariah, (laughs) it is June. And she's like, do you know how much money I make every year from all I want for Christmas is you? Exactly. It is Christmas "Mm, year round, bitch. Respect. (laughs) I feel like Shania would be scrappy like she would be like listen up we're gonna fucking win this she would be teaming up with aretha like aretha wouldn't have the time to deal with all this shit but she'd have the ideas shania would be like the pit bull yes next to aretha being like listen bitches like exactly we need to get this stop your yammering we got to get this shit done only have an hour aretha's the brains yes what's celine doing though honestly i feel like celine like aretha or shania is realizing something like figuring out a portion of the puzzle where they're like it's 12 and then selena's like yes it's 12 i was going to say 12 did everyone hear me say it (laughs) (laughs) just like 
taking credit for every single thing that happens like five minutes later. I also just think of Celine Dion, and I've only realized this this moment. Okay. I've always just assumed that Celine Dion is actually a gazelle in a human suit. <laughs> she is. <laughs> just very slender. With a beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. <laughs> she's not a lizard person. She's a gazelle person. A gazelle person. <laughs> yes. Lesser known. Primarily from Canada. Equally upsetting. Equally upsetting. <laughs> and I think that she would be mostly utilized to do any kind of like uh, lock picking or puzzle box work. Because long slender fingers. Yes. And also I think she would have the patience. I have to have patience when she's finishing a word in her song that she sings for like oh, four minutes. Forever. Or she belts it and like four minutes later it's over. Uh, I think she has to have patience to sing for that long. True. Without breaking. True. So I, I think she could utilize that in lock picking any puzzle yeah, boxes. Yeah, well, and she's in it for the glory. So really, she just wants the glory at the end of the day. I think, yeah, that's what her she job would, would be is the it. thing that to turn the key or get the next clue. So everyone else would do the majority of the work and then she'd get the payoff Definitely. at the end of it. I don't know, though, because I feel like Shania, in my mind, is the scrappiest. Like, for some reason, I don't know this. I've never seen this in my life. But I believe that Shania could open a beer bottle with her teeth. Doesn't that track? It feels right. I don't think she would risk ruining her smile. Mm. I think maybe an armpit, though. I could see her do, like, pop the bottle top off in between the armpits. She seems like a guy's girl, for sure. So I feel like she would risk her nails. To like actually... the various, like pop a leg up on the other leg and then use the <laughs> bottom of the boot to pop the bottle top off. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's classy. You're right. That's that's how we do it in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like she would risk it. She would risk her nails. She would risk her boots. Also, <laughs> what's happening in Canada there. that like half of the divas for VH1 divas are Canadian? Or they're Shania um, and, and Celine, Celine at least. But uh-huh. That's two out of five. That's still pretty good. Pretty close pretty to good. half. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they're doing the most, honestly. The two of them are really carrying it, besides Aretha. But really, she's just kind of like making fun of everybody. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because what else can she do? do what, is she, she going to carry this whole thing on her own? She probably knows the answer and just kind of sits on it for a little bit to yeah. see what the rest of them do. Oh, she's just people watching. Just people watching. Oh, I respect that fully. I hope she has like a martini that she smuggled in. Or she didn't. She's openly brought it in and they were like, all right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> just does she not just care. sits back while Mariah's like looking for shiny things to look at herself in <laughs> <laughs> and just watches this whole fucking mess go down. <laughs> and the worst part of it is going to be this entire time they get close to the end and the last clue nobody can really figure out. And then Mariah like pushes back in a chair she's been sitting in and that unlocks a thing that leads oh, to the last clue. Yes. And she just like without even trying finds the last thing that lets yes. them get out of the escape room and then is able to claim ultimate glory as the person that got him out of the escape oh, room man making everyone full of murderous rage definitely well the worst part is the entire time that this is happening gloria stefan has been saying what they needed to do but nobody's listening to her because they don't take her seriously and it's upsetting honestly because she truly does have the range and shania twain is like weirdly racist about it like Gloria, I can't understand your accent. Oh my the god! The whole time she is doing that. Yeah. That's awful. It's because she sings country. Yes. <laughs> As we all, I'm not even going to make that joke. I don't want to lose like, all our country fan listeners. I've already lost everyone. Yes, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry. Uh, Gloria, I think. Yeah, I think she had it figured out the whole time. Yeah. Yes. Nobody's oh, the paying attention. The entire time. They're like nobody gives a shit about Miami Sound Machine. Nobody no. gives. It. When was the last time you had a hit single? And she's like, Jesus! Like I, I owned the '80s. What are yeah. you talking about? 
nobody has any respect anymore. Not really. And it's it's really unfortunate. It really is. Go back, listen to the fucking Top Gun soundtrack and Miami Sound Machine. Tell us that Gloria Stefan didn't pay her fucking dues. She paid her dues. Yeah. Sure, she doesn't have MC Scat Cat to help her out. But oh, if only that's Paula Abdul. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's, she's not, not even Paula here. Abdul can has Don't bring MC her Scat into Cat. This. She's not here. Okay, she's already escaped. <laughs> she's she's the one that put together <laughs> the escape room. She did it on her room. own. She actually, she's worked her way down to actually just planning escape rooms for divas now. <laughs> she's doing like the weird thing where she's from above, like watching everything and being like, guys, the key is on the corner. She's Ed Harris's character in the Truman Show is what yes, you're saying? Yes, she is Ed Harris in the Truman Show. I love that for her. She's like so wasted. She's like at least 10 martinis deep, several pills and mystery pills. <laughs> <laughs> and she's she doesn't just trying even know. to know. No. But she's easily navigating them out of here. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what this one does. <laughs> <laughs> the pills or the keys? Both. Or, oh, okay. Both. Anything, anything. She's just living willy-nilly. She's like, you guys, sh- do it. I want to know. <laughs> They're like, uh, didn't you set this up? <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> that was several pills ago. Several pills ago. <laughs> so I, I think... Uh, Mm-hmm. That's about the best we're going to do with this escape room here. I, it really is. I mean, I feel like it's the only way that it could be, probably. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that we've investigated as much as we possibly could, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know that we have solved some real important questions over well, this past hour. Well, everyone was wondering what it was like to have a chupacabra or a Yeti roommate. Yeah. Now we know. And you know what? I don't hear shit from the... Bigfoot apologists about how a Yeti and a Sasquatch are different. You know what? Maybe where they live in the world is different, but they're the fucking same. And I don't want to hear this back talk. Yeah, about... don't add us. We don't give a shit. Yeah, don't add us. <laughs> don't cancel us over some Yeti Sasquatch <laughs> argument bullshit. Yeah, you know what? Feel free to cancel us. It fuels our fire. <laughs> we'll be back with even more Yeti Sasquatch discourse if on the next episode. There's one thing that we stand for on Deeply Upsetting. It's fuck Sasquatches yeah. and fuck Chupacabras. Oh, easily. Yeah. That's like our tagline, basically. That's the, the hashtag. <laughs> People are like, what is this podcast about? But we told you. <laughs> We've already told you. Yes. So if you hate Sasquatches and Yetis and Chupacabras, uh, please let us know. Uh, and the way that you can let us know is maybe buying our merch. Merchandise. Merch it up, baby. We will have merchandise via Public. We sure will. Uh, it's deeply upsetting merch. It's on our Public GUIpodcast.com slash store. And we really want to hear from you. A, we need more stupid questions that we can answer stupidly. Um, We need reviews. We need to know what you think. How can we make it better? I mean, we know how we can make it better, but we're not going to. How can we just make it different? Let us know. And we will say, now being on our own stream. Yeah. uh, Not just the pilot on the Geeks Under the Influence stream, which is still available if if that's maybe how you found us this way. Mm -hmm. Um, We have our own stream. So go to iTunes, go to Google Podcasts, go to anywhere that you can rate and review. Yes. And we should be there. If we aren't there yet, we will be in the next day or two. Yes. And, you know, rate, review, uh, leave a review, subscribe would be great. Absolutely. And while you're at it, I mean, don't be lazy. Subscribe to all the other nine shows on the GUI Podcast Network. Officially this many. And I know this is an audio (laughs) podcast, which doesn't help, but I'm holding up all my fingers on both hands. (laughs) I can see them. (laughs) He's really doing it. Guess what a chupacabra can't do? Hold up 10 digits, you fuckers. That's true. Eat my goats all you want, you bitch. Yeah. Guess who has 10 digits? (laughs) 
We really appreciate you guys listening, and we really hope that you liked it. So please let us know. My name is Amy Bogart. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And this is Deeply Upsetting. Really is. Thank you so much. GUIPodcast.com Bigfoot doesn't mean big dick. Did it do do?